Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of the Positively You podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm super pumped to have you here. Today's episode is episode number 26, and it's a really awesome episode for more than one reason. But the biggest reason that I'm so excited about this one today is that this episode features our very first brand new podcast sponsor. I am so excited to be able to sponsor or to partner with this company because it's a company and a product that I stand behind, I believe in, we have just aligned missions, and I'm so excited to partner. I want you to know that whenever I do partner with a company or with a product, that it is 1,000% because it's something that I love, something that I use, and that I feel that it meshes and molds really, really well with my mission and with my message. I will never, ever, ever have something just to make a buck. Anything I talk about, anything I tell you guys about, it's because I love it, I use it, and I think that it can help make your life a little bit better and a little bit more positive. So with that being said, I can't wait for you to hear all about our sponsor, all about what I love, and it'll be kind of snuck in there in the middle of the episode. So let's actually just get into it for today. So the month of March, I found out recently, is... National Nutrition Month. So today I kind of want to just dive into that world, the world of nutrition and food and diets and diet culture and all of those things that encompass our relationship with food. So I have a lot of things and a lot of thoughts around nutrition and the role that it plays in our lives. I am just like anybody else. I've had my ups and my downs. I've had, you know, kind of a roller coaster relationship with food. At times, I felt super, super content and at peace and just feeling good. And at other times, that relationship has felt incredibly toxic. Dealing with binging and emotional eating, hopping from diet to diet, trying weird cleanses, all of the crap, right? And just having like a guilty, like, ugh feeling around the whole thing. Over the last couple of years, I have actually worked really, really, really hard to get myself to a healthy place with food and with my nutrition. And in that process, I've discovered that there's not an end point. It's not something to say like, oh, I did it. I'm good. I'm here. It's something that, at least for me, I'm always going to have to keep working on. I've noticed in this process that, you know, there's been times where I felt really, really good and awesome and been like, yes, I overcame it. I'm here. And then all of a sudden I see something and I'm thrown back in and I think, oh no, I need to do something because summer's coming. Like, no, it's a work in progress. And that's okay because perfection is not a thing and progress is what we want. And so that's what I have here is just that it's consistently a positive experience and a process towards 
feeling good and feeling my best. And that's what I want with my relationship with food and what I want with your relationship with food. But before we go there, I have a little soapbox right here that I'm going to step on for just a quick second. (laughs) This soapbox is diets. You guys, I hate diets. I don't like to use the word hate a lot because, you know, I'm not a fan of extremes, but I'm really, really not a fan of diets. And a big reason why I'm not a fan is because of the mindset that a diet immediately throws you into. And spoiler alert, it's not a positive or empowering mindset. (laughs) I mean, think about it. Most diets have all sorts of rules and restrictions. They're just ridden with shame and guilt trips. And even if you ever do get like a day off or whatever, it's usually called a cheat. Sorry, cheating doesn't exactly give me all of the like powery, empowering vibes. (laughs) So simply put, I'm not a huge fan of diets. When you think about a diet, one of the first things that comes to mind is what? It's what's off limits? What are the rules? What can't I have? Right off the bat, your mind is jumping to restriction, to a mindset of taking away. And here's the thing. As humans, guys, we don't like to feel deprived. We don't like to feel like we're missing out. Ever heard of FOMO? Yeah, it's a thing. (laughs) It applies here. Restriction diets do that. They just put you in a place where you feel like you're missing out. And that's just like a negative, like low vibration kind of like energy to sit in. Diets totally, they just hijack your mindset. And I'm so not cool with you having a crappy, limiting, restricting, negative mindset. What I am cool with is empowering yourself to have an awesome, positive mindset. So let's start there. This episode, I kind of want to talk about some things that you can do to have a better relationship with food. And the first thing is just that. Number one is shifting your mindset. When it comes to nutrition, we are surrounded with, A, so many things, but a lot of it is these not helpful, limiting thoughts. Healthy eating is expensive. Food prepping takes too much time. I don't like healthy foods. And yeah, if you're thinking those things, then for sure it's going to feel hard to be all jazzed up and excited about your nutrition. But if you can shift into a more of a can-do, like positive attitude, it honestly makes all the difference. Instead of being a problem finder, (laughs) i.e. pointing out all of the hard things or the obstacles in your way, like it's too expensive or whatever, Shift into being a problem solver instead of a problem finder. If your obstacle is that, if it's eating healthy is just too expensive, let's get creative and find a way to solve that problem. Also, side tangent for a second, it's not. It's not too expensive to eat healthy. You and your body are worthy of good, healthy food. Do not believe or buy into that stupid lie that you're not worth spending money on good food, that you're only worthy of cheap food. You are worth more than that. All right, side tangent done. Let's get back to the problem. (laughs) Uh, Problem solving. So instead of pointing out the problems, I mean, anyone can point out problems, right? That's not helpful. You're a problem solver, not a problem finder. So instead of, it's too expensive. 
I don't have time to eat healthy. Let's shift it. If you don't have time, what can you do to make it so that you have quicker options available? Could you meal prep? Maybe, but maybe that seems a little bit overwhelming. So if I just need something quick, maybe research a couple of healthy options at your favorite fast food restaurant. Chick-fil-A is one of mine. And yes, they're like really fattening and awesome, like comfort food type things I could go for. Or I can grab my grilled nuggets. I can grab the egg white thing. I can, you know, there's so many different things where it can still be quick. It can still be super easy. It can still be fast food. But I can shift into a little bit more of a problem solver, a little bit more empowering of a mindset, and get myself some food that's going to make me feel really good and fuel me instead of making me hit that like slump in the middle where it's like, oh, all that's just sitting there, right? (laughs) Or, you know, instead of that, you could just make sure that you have your fruits ready to go. That's something that I actually did just this week. I made sure that I had my stuff prepped because I can buy it from the store and shove it in my fridge and then it sits there and goes bad. Or... I can have it washed, chopped, ready to go so that when I need something fast, I don't grab a fruit snack from my kid's little fruit drawer, right? Or whatever. And I can grab some fruit, toss it in a yogurt, and there you go. So it takes you so that you are not living in your excuses, that you're not just sitting there pointing out all the problems and pointing out all the obstacles. You're empowering yourself by being a problem solver, by shifting your mindset and getting in to a more positive place. Because listen, your mindset is either going to hold you back or it's going to propel you forward. And honestly, the choice is yours. All right, let's move on to step number two, which is kind of the sister to step number one, which is choose empowering words and phrasing. Just reframing or even rewording the words and the, the thoughts that you have around your food and your nutrition and the way you eat can go a long way, especially when, you know, you're trying to maybe change some habits or whatever. So instead of saying like, I can't have fill in the blank, change it to I'm choosing to have fill in the blank. So an example of this, I will use my beloved Diet Coke. I have tried and I've done it before. I've gone completely off of Diet Coke. Sure, you can do that. But instead of saying like, oh, I can't have a Diet Coke, I change that and say, I'll have an ice water, please. Oh, and could you add a lemon to that? Thank you. See the difference? Like, it takes you from being like, oh, I can't have a Diet Coke like you. I'm so sad. And like, being mad about your water. It's like, I'll have a water, please. Like, it just is such a different vibe to just shift the way that you're phrasing things and just have a little bit better attitude. So instead of I can't, it's I choose. Number Three. This one's one of my favorite ones. Step number three, think addition instead of subtraction. So what do I mean by this? All right, so back to thinking of typical diets and that way of thinking. What am I restricting? What am I eliminating? What am I getting rid of? What can't I have, right? You're subtracting, subtracting, subtracting. Instead of thinking about all the things you have to get rid of and eliminate and restrict and subtract, Think about the healthy and helpful and awesome things that you can add. So an example of this might be saying, I am getting rid of all carbs. I'm not going to eat any bread or rice or pasta or pizza or anything with carbs. Instead, I could choose to focus and say, you know what? I'm really going to try to get more protein. That way, 
when say I get invited to go out with my friends or whatever and they pick some restaurant and I'm like what in the world am I going to eat they chose an Italian place okay so I could go there and if I'm in that restricting that subtraction mindset I'm like oh my gosh I can't eat that I can't eat that I can't eat that I can't eat that and I'm going through the menu and I'm feeling overwhelmed and stressed and I'm going to get angry and I'm going to be mad that they can eat whatever they want and I can't eat whatever I want and it's just going to be this whole mess of things but if my mindset from the beginning has been addition and I'm just looking for ways to add more protein to my day, like no matter where it is, I go out with my friends and I'm eating and I'm like, oh, this looks really good. I wonder if I could add a little bit extra chicken to it. Or you know what I mean? And so then you're again, you're coming from a place of empowerment. You're not eliminating things. So you're not feeling deprived. You're not feeling like you're missing out on anything. Instead, you're going into that problem solver mentality again you're feeling in control you're feeling empowered you're getting creative and you're gonna feel awesome you're gonna walk away feeling good not like oh another good example of this addition versus subtraction is you know could be related to like sugar or treats we hear all the time of I'm eliminating sugar going off of sugar going treat free whatever for x amount of days some challenge or whatever it feels like such a punishment, like I'm taking away something from myself. Punishments aren't fun. Instead, choose something to focus on that could benefit you. Instead of, I can't have any treats, I can't have any sugar. Sorry, I just hit the mic if you heard that. I get really excited and talk with my hands. You all know this. <laughs> so instead of what can't I have, it's what can I add in today? Instead of, I can't have any treats or any sugar, it's, I wonder how I could fit in some more veggies today. Could I throw them in a shake? Could I have a salad? Could I have some green? Like whatever. Addition is so much more fun than subtraction. It's going to make your nutrition and your food goals just so much easier, so much better, and just way less stressful. Hey friends, I'm sorry to interrupt this super awesome episode, but I have something that I need to talk to you about. Talking fruits and vegetables. Did you know that the recommendation is one to two cups of fruits and two to three cups of vegetables per day? Sure, sometimes I totally hit it. You know those days where I'm loading up on a green smoothie for breakfast, I have a great lunch, and I fill up my plate with veggies for dinner? But if I'm being honest, it's hard to plan and shop for and prepare, and sometimes even disguise all of those fruits and vegetables every single day. And it turns out I am not alone. Only about 10% of us are getting the daily recommendation. Oops. But friends, I wouldn't tell you this if I didn't have some good news for you. So allow me to introduce you to Juice Organics. Ever since I found Juice, I've been obsessed. And I haven't had to worry how I'm going to get in my fruits and my veggies because Juice Organics makes it simple. And you know I'm all about simple. It's basically juicing, but without any of the mess. It's just one quick scoop and I'm getting over 40 organic fruits and vegetables that were grown by hardworking local organic farmers. And that's not even the best part. This isn't like choking down a shot of greens and then gagging and shaking your head with the aftertaste. No, no, this stuff tastes good. I crave it and I drink it every single day. To try it for yourself, head to juiceorganics.com. That's juice spelled J-U-C-E. And use the code positive U to score a buy one, get one free deal. That's positive, the letter U, over at juiceorganics.com. Let's get back into the show. So my tip number four for creating a better relationship with food is to start small. 
No surprise there that I would have this be a tip because I believe that starting small is the key to any new habit change that you're trying to do. And that is especially true with any kind of a food habit or trying to change something with your nutrition. There is no need to completely overhaul everything all at once. And I know that we tend to do this, especially when you hear things like, oh, it's National Nutrition Month or, you know, 30 day whatever. And it can feel like that's finally your call to do it. And this is when you fully commit. And so you want to like completely go big. But with any habit, when you change too much, too fast, or you try to go too big, it's so easy to burn out quick. So I would encourage you to pick one thing. That one thing could be to just increase your water intake. I'm going to drink more water today. So if I'm used to always having two full water bottles, I'm going to make it three this week, right? You're just going to totally make it easy and simple to hit that, but pick just one thing. It might be that, you know what? I am not doing my vegetables very good. I don't even remember the last time I had one. I'm going to try to make sure that I have one vegetable every day. Sure, the recommended serving size might be way more than that, but you're starting small with something that you can accomplish so that you can have a quick win and you can give yourself the motivation that you need. So make it easy to accomplish something you can check off, give yourself that win, that goal, and then build from there. I totally remember times in the past of wanting to, you know, start eating healthier, starting on a new meal plan or another <clears throat> another diet and needing to make a huge grocery store run before. I needed to go and buy like special almond flour or a sugar-free whatever. And I had to completely plan out a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. There was absolutely no deviating. It was so many changes all at once. And it was completely overwhelming. And yeah, I didn't stick to it because it was too much all at one time. And here's the thing. I do think that there are circumstances and there is a time and a place for really dialing it in and getting super strict where you have everything planned out like that. But it's certainly not when you're wanting to make a positive lasting change, get into a better relationship with food and when it's something kind of new. So throw out that need to completely overhaul and start small. Pick one thing to start out with. And my final tip, tip number five, is replace guilt with grace. Oh, the guilt. Oh, the shame. (laughs) There's so much guilt and shame around the food, right? Like the, oh, I messed up and I ate an entire pizza by myself, so now I have to sit here and have this self-hate pity party, and then I have to go run 8,000 miles on my treadmill, and then I can only eat kale and egg whites for the next five meals. Mm, that sounds lame and I don't want to do that anymore. (laughs) The guilt comes from thinking that we ate something bad versus something good. But who the heck's to say what's good and what's bad? You know, one diet says that you shouldn't have any carbs. One diet says you shouldn't have any red meat. One says that you need more fat. The other one says you can't have, like, who's to say what's good and bad? It totally depends on who you talk to. Also, Food is just food. Let's stop labeling it with some bogus moral standard of good and bad. When we put labels on food and we give them these rules, we focus so much on them. It's almost like we're putting them up on this pedestal and then we focus more and it just becomes this obsession. But when we get rid of the labels and we can get rid of the rules, that food loses its power. It no longer rules us. 
and that guilt and that shame can finally stop. But we've been so programmed over the years that this can be really hard to kick. And here's something that you can do and that I do to help. So when you eat a quote unquote, whatever you think is a bad food, check in with yourself. Like what, why did you eat it? How are you feeling? Are you, how are you feeling like emotionally? How are you feeling physically? Like sometimes you eat something like a whole piece, a whole, not a whole piece, a whole entire thing of pizza. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. Like that was so much. And then, you know, like that's not because it was a bad food. That's because you totally overdid it. Right. There's, there's a difference there. And so I think it's really important to check in with yourself. How are you feeling? Were you feeling crazy stressed? Was it something where you ate out emotionally? Or were you at your girlfriend's birthday celebration and you all ordered cake and you ate it? Like, check in with it and then leave the label behind. Just get rid of it. I think it's really important to do those check-ins with yourself. Notice all of the things. Like, just really get curious and get compassionate. Before you jump straight to guilt, before you get home from your girl's night and be like, oh my gosh, I was so bad tonight. I ate cake. It was like, no, you're fine. You went out with your friends. You were celebrating. You were having a good time. You're fine. Give yourself compassion. Give yourself grace. You are human having a human experience and that's fine. I think if you get rid of those rules, it's, oh, it's just so much better. Like you can't, food guilt does not support you becoming the best version of yourself. You can't shame yourself into becoming better. So let's swap that guilt. Let's replace it with grace and you will be sitting pretty, my my little friend. (laughs) All right. So those are my five tips that you can use to have a better relationship with food. And just as a quick recap, here they are. Number one, shift your mindset. Get yourself into a positive mindset where you're problem solving, you're not problem finding. Number two is choose empowering words and phrasing. Instead of I can't, I'm choosing. Number three is think addition instead of subtraction. What helpful things can you add instead of, oh no, what can't I have? Totally different. Uh, Tip number four is to start small. Don't overwhelm yourself. Just pick one thing. And of course, tip number five we just said is replace the guilt with grace. Do those five things. It's not going to be the switch that you flip overnight and suddenly your relationship with food is this like love affair. But you're going to be on the right track. You're going to be progressing and it's going to be awesome. Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jesse, and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.